Why can't someone lend this guy a hand? Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Shaggy Dog and the Terrible Itch, by David Bedford and Gwyneth Williamson, published by Little Tiger Press. Shaggy Dog and the Terrible Itch is a cautionary tale about a dog who gets fleas, or lice, maybe crabs. You get the point. A pest makes a nest in his fur, making the dog uncomfortable. This old hound dog is willing to do just about anything just to get someone to scratch an itch he can't get to. Will this dog be stuck turning tricks the rest of his life just to get a little relief? Or will he find someone special who can knock his problem out at the source? Well, keep your distance and sit in a hardback chair. You don't want to get what he's got. Now, let's get cooking. Before the book even begins, we see a shaggy dog sleeping. And we see what looks to be a flea. So yeah, we'll just say he's got fleas for the sake of the review. It comes out of nowhere and jumps on his back. Must have fallen asleep at a reggae festival. Now we begin on the shaggy dog. He's clearly ailing, and he's struggling to scratch his back on a tree. Like Baloo from the Jungle Book. Except I don't see him breaking out into song. The Bare Necessities is a banger though. We also see two birds in front of him, playing tug of war with a worm. That little guy is getting the stretch of his life. He'll be a solid 10 inches if he survives that. Don't think that has anything to do with the story, but interesting. Shaggy decides the tree isn't working, so he asks for a little help from a fellow dog. Quote, Will you scratch my back? Shaggy dog asked Mimi the poodle. Ugh, said Mimi. Scratch your back? No, thank you. I'm off to the poodle parlor for a wash and trim. I will scratch your back, said Farmer Gertie. But first help me round up my sheep. End quote. Mimi would be more worried about trimming her bush. Shaggy Dog shouldn't want to scratch from her anyway. She'd be one of those dogs that scratches so lightly, it makes it worse. Freaking dig your nails in. No, I might break a nail. Fascinating, though. This must be a world where humans can talk to animals. I don't know if I'd like that. I already have a hard enough time talking to people who like Hocus Pocus, too. Could you imagine communicating with someone with that low of an IQ on a regular basis? Now, the whole good witch thing was not cool. The soundtrack was horrible. Oh, you're right. The Flying Roombas was hilarious. Oh, wait. It sucked. Pun intended. Anyway, Farmer Gertie knows she's got him by the balls, so she's going to take advantage of him. I hope it bites her right in the ass. No pun intended. And the fleas jump to all of her sheep. Have fun selling that wool. It's itchy enough as it is. When Shaggy Dog goes to round up the sheep, they're all hiding, like a bunch of dudes at a party, staying away from the thirsty chick. They know what's up. They don't want what he's spreading. 
Eventually Shaggy Dog finds them and locks up all the sheep. Farmer Gertie takes her crook to his back and gives him a good scratch. She must have had a good idea too. Why else didn't she use her hands? Shaggy Dog thought the problem was solved, but he ends up back where he started, with a highly irritating itch. So when he was in town, he walks into a cafe for some help. Wonder why he chose that place. See, I would have gone to a CVS for some aloe or a salve. But that's just me. The cafe owner says he'll gladly do it, but first Shaggy Dog has to wash all the dishes. What's with all this quid pro quo? Why can't someone scratch his back out of kindness? What's this world coming to? And is this owner really having that hard of a time finding help? Well, Shaggy ends up washing all the dishes, and the owner scratches his back with a fork. Hope he's not going to give that to a customer. Mmm, mmm, eat up! This guy must be scrambling like Paul Pelosi getting pulled over for a DUI when a health inspector shows up. The place is called Merv's Diner, so if you're ever thinking about it, might want to try the next place. Just when Shaggy Dog thought the itch was gone, it came back for one more time. So he stumbles into Poodle Parlor. He's a little out of place, to say the least. It's all uppity bitches. It might also be the worst place for him to be at this time. But again, the owner doesn't seem to care, and takes advantage of him. So sad. These are tough times. So, Shaggy does more chores and cleans up all the hair clippings. And then he spreads the fleas to everyone in there. Well, not exactly. At least not yet. The owner named Mary Lou uses a brush to scratch his back. Doesn't seem like the smartest thing to do, but maybe she's just going to throw the comb out. Shaggy Dog and Mary Lou quickly realize the itch isn't going to go away. So Shaggy Dog gets up into a cloth chair, and Mary Lou seems to have a remedy for the itch this guy can't seem to get rid of. She hooks him up! Quote, The bubbly shampoo soothed Shaggy Dog's back. Oh! Whoa! Oh! Hoo! Said Shaggy Dog. End quote. Didn't need to hear that. He's putting on a show like my old college roommate's girlfriend. It couldn't have felt that good. It lasted 15 seconds. Mary Lou even hooks him up with a fresh new haircut. Doesn't seem to help him with the poodles though. Huh. I always thought getting your ears lowered makes you look like a million bucks. They're a bunch of haters. And Shaggy Dog doesn't let it affect him. He's just happy to be rid of that itch. You do you, my dog. And the story ends on the flea trapped in one of the bubbles from the shampoo, floating over to who I'm assuming is Mimi. And she gets hit with the itch. Serves that bitch right. I have no clue what the author is getting at with this one. No one was nice to this dog. Was David saying that there are no free handouts? Everything costs something? Because I guess that's true to a certain extent. But still, people can commit acts of charity. And in this case, why the hell did this dog have to work his ass off just to cure an itch? It's pretty clear he didn't have friends. And that tugs at the heartstrings. But the fact that he couldn't find anyone made it all the more sad. 
I believe David's writing moved at a good pace, and it had just the right amount of repetition. But the trouble this dog had finding a helping hand is what drugged the whole story down, and left me wanting to tweak it a bit. As for Gwyneth's pictures, she did solid work depicting the many emotions Shaggy Dog went through on his journey. Honestly, I wouldn't tell anyone about this book, because if those around you get wind of it, they'll start expecting something in return for anything they do. So, on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 2.4. I'll have a taste, push it around to make it look like I ate it, and go back for another bite or two, as long as we're not eating at Merv's Cafe. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.